morning, or depending when you're listening to this, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name's Ross, and as always told, out of voice radio, so I made a podcast all about the Pokemon trading card game, and you're listening to PTCG Radio. Two weeks in a row we managed it, ladies and gentlemen. I told you we're going to be trying, I told you we're going to be doing better, and I'm starting to feel pretty gosh darn good about it. Now, it's not all good news today. I found out what a bursa was. Now, it is a city in Turkey, B-U-R-S-A, but it's also, well, let's just say it's kind of like a bumper around your joints, reduces frictions that you have them in your shoulder, etc. And I found out what a bursa is today, because it turns out that one of the ones, or the one, I don't know how many there are, I'm going to be honest, I literally didn't know what they were till today, and I consider myself quite a clever dude. Uh, it turns out I've got one which is, um, well, in- inflamed in my shoulder. And what that basically means is I have limited movement in my shoulder, and if I try going beyond my limited movement, it really hurts. It's incredibly unpleasant, and it makes me kind of sad. But, like, I don't know whether you guys get this. When you go to, I had to go to the doctors about it because it was getting a bit silly. When you go to the doctors, I always have this terror that I go and see them, and they look at me, and like I go in there today, and they look at my shoulder, and they go like, dude, you're fine? There is literally nothing wrong with your shoulder, your pansy, get out of the doctors. And here's the thing, right? Even if there was nothing wrong with me, I know a doctor would never actually say that. And I also know myself well enough to know that I never go to the doctors unless I'm actually ill or injured. But still, still makes me feel pretty bad. So I went in there and then the doctor was just like, yeah, mate, you've, you've hurt yourself. Actually hurt yourself. So, boo, hiss, etc., ladies and gentlemen. Boo, hiss, etc. But the good news is I wasn't faking it, and apparently with paracetamol and icing it regularly, it should be fine. Because, you know, icing your shoulder for 20 minutes in the middle of the workday, that's an easy thing to do. Just sit there teaching the kids of a frozen pack of peas on me shoulder. What could possibly go wrong? Hey-ho. But I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I am back. I'm kind of invigorated again from going to Bristol and meeting a bunch of people and, you know, having several people get in touch with me and go, I really enjoy your podcast. I got a great email a little while ago, and I cannot remember the name. I'm so sorry. But I got a really lovely email from a dude who just said, you know what? I'm a trucker. And when I drive around, I love listening to your podcast. So the more, the merrier. And that, you know, just, just hearing things like that just made me kind of happy. So, yeah, you guys are awesome. Awesome. So, where are we going with this? Yeah, podcast. We've had a whole bunch of news this week. The news is coming thick and fast, and I'm expecting in two days that the entirety of Miracle Twin over in Japan will be revealed. I really wish I could take some days off work. Unfortunately, as a teacher, you just you go to work. So, you know, you get the holidays and you get the weekends. You don't get random days. So Friday, what I really want to do is take the day off work and sit at home just bashing out videos about new cards from Miracle Twin all day. Especially as it's a main set. It's not a, it's not a subset. So it, it's big. And we've already seen a bunch of cards. We'll go through a load of them today. And frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I need more time. I'd love, and and here's the thing, right? This is how you can tell I'm quite so obsessed with all of this stuff. I want to take a day off of work just so that I can work. I know, right? That's a little bit weird. It's a little bit weird. But I, I just love doing this, ladies and gentlemen. I absolutely love doing it. So what are we going to talk about this week? Largely, we're going to be talking about Miracle Twin. Because now Miracle Twin is Sun and Moon 11 over in Japan. And the general rule of this stuff is such that our, well, Unified Minds, which is going to be our August set, which incidentally is legal for the first time at the World Championships and becomes legal as the rotation hits, which is kind of hilarious, is going to be comprised of GG the End, Sky Legend, that's Sun and Moon 10A and 10B in Japan. And Miracle Twin, which is Sun and Moon 11 over in Japan. So once we've seen all of these cards, we are going to know definitively, well, we, near as damn it at least, the cards which are going to be featured in Unified Minds. And that's kind of important. Because these are going to be the cards which are going to be good at Worlds. So that's kind of interesting. 
So what we've got today is a whole bunch of cards that have been revealed. I'm going to flick through all the ones we've seen. Some of them I think are really exciting. Some of them aren't that exciting. But what I'm going to do is go through all of them, and then you can decide which ones you feel are exciting and which ones you feel can be passed over, so to speak. But there are a couple here. I'd, I'd say at least three that I am legitimately very, very excited about. So starting off then, we need to have a little bit of a look at Levani. Now, Levani isn't one of my favorite Pokemon. There's a whole bunch of these. I'm just not too psyched about Pokemon-wise. But Levani's kind of cool. I kind of like Levani. What it does, it's got an ability that reduces damage to all of your grass Pokemon by 40. Now, this ability doesn't stack. So essentially, you can reduce damage done to your grass Pokemon by 40, but only by 40. If you've got one Levani out, you reduce damage done by 40. If you've got two Levani out, you reduce damage done by 40. If you've got three Levani out, you reduce damage done by 40. You see where I'm going with this, I'm assuming, at this stage. You reduce damage done by 40. That's what you do. It's alright. It's interesting that the Incineroar we got an Unbroken Bond increased damage by 30 and also didn't stack, I kind of like the idea that we could get, say, four stage twos out and be near as damn it invincible, but I understand why they might not want to introduce that into the game. Either way, it's kind of cool. And remember, we've got Rowlet and Alolan Executor coming, whose first attack for zero energy will evolve a basic right up into a stage two, so you can get the turn one Levani fairly easily. Something to bear in mind. We've got a new Whimsicott coming, and Whimsicott's got an ability when you play this card from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon, you may search your deck for any card and put it into your hand. Any card you like. Now, we are losing Ace Roller, which kind of sucks, but this essentially turns a Super Scoop up into search for any card, as long as you can hit a Heads. It's kind of cool, I like it as a bit of consistency, it's a one-shot deal, Whereas something like the old Pidgeot, for instance, was every turn. This is once, and then you got to... I mean, maybe you discard it with Giovanni's Exile. Discards two bench Pokemon with no damage counters on. Or maybe you do play Super Scoop up. But put it this way. The old Roserade from Dragon's Exalted had the exact same ability. And I played it in a couple of decks. And it was really, really good. Is it better than just playing something like Green's Exploration? Interestingly enough, the fact that this has got an ability means you won't be able to play Green's Exploration. Lets you search for any two cards, trainers, if you've got no Pokemon in play with abilities. So it's cool. We, we need to wait and see how much play it will actually get, which I suppose is, in and of itself, a fairly inane comment. But it's alright. Oh, sorry. Levani's attack, Grass, Colorless, 70. Whimsicott's attack, Colorless, 40. We don't care. Now, there is a new Terrakion coming, and I'm in two minds about this. Because on the one hand, I love Terrakion. He's one of the very few legendary Pokemon I actually like, along with kind of the Regis. But we need a Terrakion GX. Where's my Terrakion GX? We've had Cabalion, we've had Verizion, we're getting Keldeo. Where's Terrakion? Because Suicune never got an EX, but Regirock and Registeel... Uh, sorry, but... um. Entei and Raikou did. And Regice never got an EX, but Regirock and Registeel did. They're doing it again, ladies and gentlemen. They're doing it again with Terrakion. Boo! So what does Terrakion do? Well, two fighting energy, two colorless, 110, could not care less. To be fair, it's actually got 140 HP as a basic, which is awesome. But the attack we care about here, one fighting, two colorless energy... 50 damage, if all of your bench Pokemon have damage counters on, you do 200 for a fighting double colorless. And look, we're losing double colorless energy and we don't have great ways to accelerate fighting energy. That makes me a little bit sad. You can always use something like Malamar or Welder for the colorless energy. And don't forget, we've got triple acceleration energy, which only lasts for a turn. But it provides free colorless energy to an evolved Pokemon. So it can take the place of double colorless, though it falls off at the end of your turn. But you're doing 200 damage for free energy on a basic Pokemon. We can make this work. Now, rolling query rides, it, it gets very interesting here. Because what if you've got no bench Pokemon? I don't think it would work. Because it's phrased, 
if all of your bench Pokemon have any damage counters on. So I believe it would be ruled, or will be ruled, if you've got no bench Pokemon, then none of your bench Pokemon have damage on. Whereas if it read, if you have no undamaged bench Pokemon, then I think it would work with no bench. Again, I, I could be wrong, you never know, but I feel fairly good about this. We're also getting a Heracross. Now, three colorless energy, 70 damage is fine, but we've got Onyx, who's a basic for four colorless energy, does 120, and I know Heracross is a basic, but frankly, if I'm using a fighting Pokemon with colorless energy to hit fighting weakness, I'm going to be focusing on Onyx rather than Heracross. But one colorless energy, if your opponent used a GX attack during their last turn, Shuffle their active Pokemon and all cards attached to it into their deck. Oh. Oh, well, that I like quite a lot. And look, it's a one-shot deal. It's once during the game. It's the turn after they use their GX attack. But it means that that Pokemon isn't there with energy attached ready for the next turn. Something like a Reshiram and Charizard doesn't have the energy they need to then go hit 230 next turn. Pikachu and Zekrom doesn't have the energy they need to hit 130 and shuffle it back in. Oh, sorry, get free energy from the deck on their one of their Pokemon. One of my favorite uses for this is Celebi and Venusaur, because Celebi and Venusaur has a GX attack that shuffles their entire hand into their deck. Sorry, their entire discard into their deck. Don't know what's going on with me right now. Shuffles their entire discard pile back into their deck. And here's the thing. They generally have one of these set up at a time. So if they use their GX attack and you use this, you could take away a turn or two of attacking. That could be huge. It's a basic Pokemon that attacks for one colorless energy. It's as techable as you're ever going to get. But I do worry that it's just a little bit... A little bit too much, or too little, depending how you want to phrase it. I don't know if it does quite enough here. Now, last week we talked about some of the new Tag Team GXs. Remember that we're getting a Misty's card, Misty's Wish, that lets you search for free supporters. You can search for Lieutenant Surge and two others, play them both next turn. Although, really, you're playing kind of two supporters over two turns, so it's still not amazing. But... It's good for Psyduck and Slowpoke Tag Team GX, which does 40 damage for each supporter card you discard from your hand for two water energy. And then there's a Lapras, which lets you search for a Misty's Wish from your discard pile every turn. That's kind of cool. And don't forget that we're getting a Stadium Night City, which gives free retreat to your basic Darkness Pokemon. It's kind of cool. Especially for, well, firstly, Mega Sableye and Tyranitar, but also Weavile GX. We'll get to him in a minute. We're getting a new Necrozma, and the new Necrozma I see as weirdly specific. Two colorless energy, 30 damage during your next turn. Damage done to it is reduced by 30. It's fine, but I, I don't think we're ever going to get, like, hugely excited about this, if I'm honest with you. So, yeah. Sorry about that. What I do like is a second attack here. For two psychic, one colorless energy, you do 160 if you've got a special energy attached. If you don't, you only do 100, which is still all right. It's just not terribly amazing. And as far as I'm concerned here, there is one use for this, and that is as a non-GX attacker in a Malamar Ultra Necrozma deck. Because Ultra Necrozma needs to play Metal Energy. So what you can do here is play the Unit Energy, which is both Metal Energy and Psychic, which would work nicely. And then it works for Ultra Necrozma, and it's a special energy, so when put on regular Necrozma, it works quite nicely. It's fine. It's, it's okay. It's... It, it's all right. I mean, look, we're not going to have Choice Band by the time this comes out, but we are going to have Shrine of Punishment, and 160 alone will get a Dedane. So it's fine. It's just not amazing. I've just looked. I'm in my studio. I actually get to work in my studio today. It's wonderful. And I've left the window open because it's a really hot day, and I've just seen a wasp just kind of chilling on the inside of the glass. Now, it is the open window. Hopefully, the wasp will disappear, get bored, and leave. But I'm just a little bit sad and worried that it might might stay. Or indeed might come into the room. That would be a very bad thing. It wouldn't make me happy, ladies and gentlemen. It wouldn't make me happy. 
Now, we're also getting an executor, which I kept calling a Lolan executor in the video, so sorry about that. One colorless energy, 30 damage, and confusion is... It's fine. It's kind of an emergency attack. It's not too bad. But two psychic, one colorless, 180 is great. Now, there is a catch. You have to discard your entire hand. That's bad. But 180 for free energy on a non-GX is awesome. Once again, it's psychic, so you can use Malamar. But just a flat 180 is great. And don't forget that the other Alolan Executor does 20 damage for each different type of basic energy in your discard pile, plus 20 base, up to a maximum of 10, I believe. You know, 100 damage, 5 energy. So that base does 120 for 1 grass energy. So here, you can search out all the energy and then discard it with Executor while doing 180. I think there's a bit of potential here for a bit of an Executor deck. And I don't think it's going to be amazing. But I never said amazing. I said a little bit of potential. And I do believe there's a bit of potential here. And that makes me rather happy indeed. Now, you guys don't really need this bit of context as far as you're concerned. The podcast is just carrying on. But in Wossy World, well, we took a bit of a break. A day break, in fact. Uh, there were some Pokemon reveals to get to. Yesterday, I did three new cards, and then the lovely immunity over on Twitter went and... Well, he went and dropped all of the promos and theme decks for Unified Minds. Highlight, three-pack blister promo, Vikavolt and Stack Attacker. The good ones, well, the good Vikavolt from Unbroken Bonds, the underwhelming Stack Attacker. And the theme decks are Dragonite and Necrozma. I adore the Dragonite. I believe we'll... Have we got there yet? We'll we get to there in a minute. I've had a day break, I don't know. We'll get there in a minute, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We've just talked about the Necrozma, I believe. Please tell me we have. And then today, I'm, I'm sitting here and there's no new Pokemon reveals today. Just Dragonite GX, but that got leaked off a poster a few days ago. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a nice quiet evening. Not much work to do. And then as I get home, or as I'm on my way home, I, I stop in traffic. And I'm waiting for kind of five minutes. It's one of those things. So I can have a quick check on my phone. And oh, would you believe it? Keyforge revealed some new cards. Well, nothing I can do. I'm stuck in traffic. Phone goes away. Do not use your phone while driving. I'm talking in neutral, feet away from the pedals, completely not in control of the car. Do not check your phone while driving. It's not worth it. Don't be silly. And then I get home. And... Turns out Transformers went and revealed a new Megatron, a secret rare. And look, firstly, Megatron cards are exciting. And secondly, secret rares are exciting. And a new Optimus Prime. And if there's one thing that's more exciting than a secret rare Megatron, it's Optimus Prime. Eh, maybe secret rare Starscream. We had that in the previous game. Previous wave. Point is, I've been a very busy boy, despite thinking I was not going to be a terribly busy boy today. Never mind, ladies and gentlemen. Never mind. Anyway. We were talking about new cards, were we not? There's a new Scrafty, and when I did the video, I called it the best Scrafty ever. Which I mean sincerely, but it's also a bit of a misnomer. It's like telling you it's my favourite Celine Dion song. I don't like Celine Dion's music. It's not to say it's not good, it's just not to my personal taste. It's like your favourite way of being punched in the face. You might have a favourite way of being punched in the face, but that doesn't mean you like being punched in the face. This Scrafty, 70 damage for darkness, double colourless, I'm not loving. But for two colourless energy, but bear in mind, all these cards are coming out the day after the rotation. So, we're not going to have double colourless energy. It does 20 damage, plus 20 more for each of your remaining prize cards. Now, in the early game, 140 for two energy is pretty good. And if your opponent uses the new Naganadal GX or Zerkatry to add an extra prize, Zerkatry from your hand, Naganadal from your discard pile, and then you're hitting 160. That's kind of cool. Outside of that, I'm not loving it. There's a new Evil Tower. Now, weirdly, the last Evil Tower, the one from Team Up, had zero retreat. We're now back to every other Evil Tower. It's got a retreat cost of two. I don't get it, frankly. It's weird to me. Uh, two darkness, one colorless, uh, 120. Put three damage counters on one of your Pokemon. It's fine as a non-GX attacker in a darkness deck. But the best thing here, one darkness energy, 20 damage. If there's a stadium in play, it does 40. Now, as it stands, I don't love this. 
But if we ever get something like Electro Power or Diancy Prism Star, something that allows us to do an extra kind of 20 or more damage, then this is a basic Pokemon that for a single energy can start taking out Evolving Basics, starting on well, your first turn if you're going second. Yeah, this is wonderful under those circumstances, otherwise underwhelming. Now, we've also had a few cards that have been leaked from the Deoxys and uh, Espeon Tag Team GX deck. And the Darkrai and Umbreon Tag Team GX. And one of them is Cherish Ball. And Cherish Ball reads, search your deck for a GX Pokemon and put it into your hand. Now, bearing in mind, post-rotation, we're losing Ultra Ball. We're losing Nest Ball. We're losing Great Ball. We're losing basically all of the stuff we currently use to search for Pokemon. And then we're getting some magic bonus for GX Pokemon. A Pokemon trying to make us play GXs? This is extremely strange to me, I'll be honest with you. This one's a little bit strange to me. So that's Cherish Ball. We're also getting Latios GX. Now this is in Sun and Moon 11. And here's the thing, right? I love Latios GX, and I actually think this is a really good card. But then by the same token, Latias is Baby Daisy's spirit Pokemon. Latias would make me extremely happy. Very excited, Wossy. Latios? Eh. So, I don't know. I'm not loving it in the way that I could be. Hey-ho. To be fair, right? It's still a good card. The ability says, where are we to? The ability says, if you have four or fewer Pokemon in play, this Pokemon can't attack. Now, you can just play a bunch of Pokemon, or in Expanded, you can play an Alolan Muck, or you can just play a Power Plant. It doesn't really matter. So, don't worry your pretty little heads about it, ladies and gentlemen. This ability doesn't really matter. Psychic, two colorless energy, 120 damage. During your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by Tag Team Pokemon. Gives you immunity to Tag Teams, can be put in a Malamar deck to accelerate energy. That's fairly exciting. And then one Psychic Energy, until the end of the game, your opponent cannot use any GX attack. Well, it is a weird one to me. Because you're using your GX attack to turn off their GX attack. So on the one hand, neither of you can use a GX attack, tee hee hee. But on the other hand, you had to use your attack to do that. So you're wasting an attack and your opponent isn't and neither of you can use GX attacks. So I get a little bit confused about this, if I'm honest with you. I don't know how much I like it. I like the main attack against Tag Team GX decks. Yeah, it's cool. Now, we're also getting Blue's Strategy. Now, we got Red's Challenge and Green's Exploration in Unbroken Bonds, so it makes sense that we get a blue card. Blue Strategy, at the end of this turn, draw cards until you have eight in hand. It's kind of like a lily where every turn is turn one, and you can't play any of the cards. Not until your next turn. And this worries me a little bit, because when are you using this? Now, the exception here is Great, it's stall decks. Decks where you're not really trying to attack and you're just, you know, trying to set up for the following turn. This is amazing. And certainly in the early game, I like this very much. But there's going to be games where you play this and you draw that special energy, but you can't use it till next turn. If you're desperate to get a stage one so you can get attacking, Cynthia might get it. Tate and Liza might get it. Lily might get it. Erica might get it. This won't get it. No, that's a lie. That's not fair. It might get it, but you can't use it till next turn. So it's kind of irrelevant whether it got it or not. No, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not loving it. Sorry. It might end up being good, though. It might end up being really good. And there are decks that will love it. Let's be clear. I just don't know how many there are. Now, we're getting a Jirachi GX, and on the face of it, it looks amazing. But I have a serious reservation. So, Jirachi GX, the real headline here, and it's got 160 HP. Firstly, that's very low. Secondly, that is in range of your opponent KOing it with the residual damage from Pikachu and Zekrom's tag team GX attack. That's a bad thing. But what we have with Jirachi here is an ability that turns off psychic weakness for all of your Pokemon. 
Your psychic weak Pokemon are no longer weak to psychic. Here's the problem. That is relevant on your opponent's turn. And Power Plant turns this off. So your opponent can drop a Power Plant, turn off Jirachi, turn on your weakness, KO. That's why I don't love this. Now, Mewtwo and Mew, I told you last week, looks like it's going to be the best Tag Team GX we've got. It's a great, great card. But the fact of the matter is, it's weak to Psychic, and then Jirachi turns it off, but your opponent can just play Power Plant to turn off Jirachi and turn back on the weakness. Now, the attack for one Psychic Energy attaches an energy from your deck to your Pokemon, but why don't you just attach the energy to that Pokemon rather than Jirachi? And then the Tag Team GX attack, or the GX attack, prevents all effective attacks, including damage, done to Jirachi during your opponent's next turn. The problem is, it's for a Psychic Psychic Colorless, and it only does 100 damage. Sorry, free Psychic, and it only does 100. So Duskmane Necrozma is better, and Mewtwo is better. They both have attacks that prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to, by your opponent during the next turn, except they do a lot more damage for the same energy cost. I want to love Jirachi, but I don't. I do, however, love Weavile GX. Weavile GX is great. Weavile GX, I mean, look. Two Darkness, one Colorless, 130. It's weird how many Pokemon have this. Tapu Koko, there's a bunch of others. And the GX attack for one Colorless Energy is... It's fine. You search for as many basic Pokemon as you like and put them onto your bench. It's fine in the early game if you're really not setting up, this can help you. But the ability here lets you move Darkness Energy around your field. As often as you like during your turn, you may move a Darkness Energy from one of your Pokemon to another. This is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. This is going to see a huge amount of play. It, it's, it's Hydreigon. But then again, Hiromatis did this for Fairy, and that was really good. I feel extremely confident that this is going to end up being a good card that sees a fair amount of play. Again, it's turned off by Power Plant, but it's relevant on your turn, so you can just get rid of Power Plant, so I don't care. And Power Plant, it turns off abilities of EX and GX Pokemon. I think I said that. The important thing for Power Plant is this. Does it? care if it's your turn or your opponent's because if power plant is turning off an ability that's good on your turn like weavile it doesn't really matter you can get rid of it but if it's turning off an ability that's good on your opponent's turn like jirachi that becomes huge we've then got a dragonite and the ability says once during your turn you may attach a lightning and a water energy from your hand to your pokemon in any way that you like it's kind of like vikavolt except it's got to be from your hand, not from your deck. And that's a bit of a pain. But don't forget, we've got the Dragonite from Team Up, which lets you search your deck for a supporter once during your turn. And I might as well mention Dragonite GX here, it's as good a time as any, that for 5 energy does 270 damage. That's a lot. And then you discard free, but no one cares because you're doing 270 damage. So, I'm really, really loving Dragonite next format, you know, when, when the rotation hits and this all comes out. Don't forget we got Lance Prism Star, whereby if one of your Pokemon was KO'd during your opponent's previous turn, you can search your deck for any two Dragon Pokemon and put them on your bench. And they don't have to be basics. They can be Stage 2s, like Dragonite. So now you're telling me we've got a GX, and I know we've already got the one from Dragon Majesty, which incidentally, GX attack... Get free Dragon Pokemon from your discard onto your bench and they don't have to be basics. That's kind of cool. But if you're telling me we've got one that accelerates energy and then we've got a GX that does 270. And this non-GX here, the non-GX for a water, psych, a water lightning two colorless does 170 and discards free. That's really good. Like, really good. So now you've got the Dragonite non-GX for taking down non-GXs, and Dragonite GX for taking out GXs and tag teams, and all of a sudden, there is a lot to love about this Dragonite. I love it, as a whole, like the whole thing. Now, Water Lightning Colorless 130 is fine. If you're accelerating a water and a lightning, it's really good. And then the GX attack for one colorless energy, it's Sightseer to 10. 
discard as many cards from your hand as you like, and then draw until you've got 10 cards in hand. I like it, but it's on a stage two, so this is absolute best case scenario, your second turn. And I don't know how much I love this, if I'm honest with you. I think it might be just a little bit too slow. But then, don't forget, we've got triple acceleration energy. Any free energy on a GX Pokemon, on an evolved Pokemon, sorry, evolved, whether GX or not, discard at the end of your turn. So you put this on Dragonite, discard it, because you're going to have to discard free energy anyway. So now, you just need to get two energy on, and you can use something like a Welder or whatever, or even the other Dragonite, and you're hitting 270. I am a big Dragonite fan when the rotation hits, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, speaking of which, the Dragonite I just told you about, the non-GX that accelerates energy from your hand, that's the one coming in the theme deck. Big Dragonite fan, ladies and gentlemen. Big Dragonite fan. Man, there's a lot of cards revealed this week. This is taking a, a little bit longer to get through than I imagined it would. And as I'm looking here, I count like 15 more cards to go, so, you know... Maybe we speed up just a little bit. So, which one's up next? Ah, yes, Tapu Koko. We have a lot of Tapu Koko cards. It's really simple. The first attack, 30 damage. I feel like this is how I feel about the Evil Tower we just mentioned. Except this has Electro Power. So whereas with Evil Tower, I'm going, oh, I'd love to be able to do an extra 30 damage. With this, I can do the extra 30 and get a one-hit KO on Evolving Pokemon straight away. So I like it. Lightning, lightning, colorless. 100 damage, but against an Ultra Beast, 200 damage and discard two. You don't discard two unless you do 200 against an Ultra Beast. Well, there's Ultra Necrozma, there's Blacephalon, and it's lightning energy, so you can use Tapu Koko Prism Star, you can reduce the cost with Thunder Mountain, you can accelerate the energy with Tapu, excuse me, with Picaron, I'm cool. Now, there's a new Electros, and the thing is that the Electros here, it's not really a Stage 2. Now, it is a Stage 2, but if you've got four or more Lightning Energy in play, bearing in mind Tapu Koko Prism Star gets two right off the bat, you can just bench it as if it's a basic, and then you can move as many Lightning Energy to it as you like. And the attack for Lightning Free Colorless does 130 and stops your opponent retreating, which basically, I mean, a one-hit KO's most non-GXs, and especially with Shrine of Punishment, will essentially two-hit KO any GX while stopping them retreating, so there's a lot to like here. But, really, it's just the ability. I mean, you end up with 150 HP basic doing 130. You've got to get the energy on the field, but that's not a huge problem. If this was a stage two, I wouldn't really like it at all. But as a Pokemon that can be played straight from your hand, this is kind of cool. Now, we're getting a new stadium. There, were, there was a, a video on the channel this week, on the official Japanese YouTube channel, that was basically like, hey, sleep's back. So the stadium here, Slumber Forest, flipped two coins between turns for sleep rather than one. If either are tails, you remain asleep. Or to put it another way, you've got to flip double heads to wake up. Well, that's amazing. I am 100% in favour of this. Any deck that uses sleep is going to absolutely love it. And, I mean, in terms of sleep, we've got the Mareep, where if it's active, you can leave your opponent asleep. But that's not ideal. And then we've got... We've actually got the new Amoongus. The new Amoongus lets you get automatic sleep and poison if you play a Pokemon with Spore. Now, Amoongus itself doesn't have Spore, but Fungus, from which it evolves, does. And the only other one we've got in the format at the moment is Breloom. So either you evolve into Breloom, they didn't show us Shroomish, but they did show us Fungus to show that it had Spore. So that pretty much confirms that Shroomish doesn't. So either you bench a Fungus or evolve into a Breloom, and boom, you're off and rolling. So that's cool. Uh, as for the attack on Amoongus... Uh, what we got? We got two energy, two colorless energy, and poison. Well, if it's poisoned, 90. So you use the ability, poison them, hit 90 for two energy. It, it's fine, but uninspiring. It really is the stadium I'm excited about here. As for Breloom, it's got Spore. Your opponent's active Pokemon is asleep for one grass energy. 
and then one grass, 120 if the defending Pokemon is asleep. So if they're asleep, this gets a one-hit KO on a Picaron for a single energy. That I'm all in favour of. Now, one of the more exciting cards we had revealed this week for me was Slacking. I'm not usually a huge Slacking fan, either in terms of the card or in terms of the Pokemon itself. But I adore this Slacking. It's got one of those abilities that damages you if you attack it. But he take four damage counters. Now, Quillfish and Drudigan and all the others generally did too. This does four. Yes. That's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So, here, your opponent's got to take four damage to attack you. But it actually gets better than that, because we had a tool revealed as well, Giant Bomb. And if it's attached to one of your Pokemon, and they would take 180 damage, I should mention at this stage, Slacking's got 180, which is huge. They take 10 damage counters. So you whack this on a Slacking, and if your opponent gets a one-hit KO, they do 180 damage, you do 140, and it's not even your turn. Really good. Now, like things like Bursting Balloon, it does fall off at the end of your opponent's turn. So, if they don't attack into it, then it just falls off. But we're losing everything like Repel, Escape Rope, Guzma, Lycan Rock, Counter Catcher, Pokemon Catcher. The vast majority of at least good options we've got for switching the active aren't going to be there when we hit rotation. I think the slacking could be really good. Now, as for the attack, it's four energy, but remember, you can use Malamar, you can use Welder, and remember Triple Acceleration energy I mentioned? Triple Acceleration energy pays three of the four energy here, so you're good. It does 100 damage, pff, or it does 200 damage, much better, but then during your, next, your opponent's next turn, this takes 100 more from attacks, which sounds like a bad thing. But remember, you kind of want it to take 180 because you're going to hopefully have a giant bomb on it. And then you'll do 140 back to them. So you don't really care. Even if you don't have a giant bomb, you're saying, hey, I'm taking 100 more damage. So they're going to want to attack you, but then they take the four damage counters. So, yeah, I love the new slacking with giant bomb. I think it's really, really good. Now... Oh, did I say 15? I think I might have been massively exaggerating here. Ha, <laughs> counted a bunch twice. So we're getting a new Aegislash. And I like this. Oh, and one of them's a reprint of Taurus. Actually, or Sightseer. I love Sightseer here. And what's amazing, the art of Sightseer, if, if you think back or go and have a look, if you look at the main art of Sightseer, she is taking a selfie. And what's really cool is that the alternate art on Sightseer here is the selfie. It's literally what she would see when that picture came out. I think that's so awesome. Now, we're getting an Aegislash, and I adore Aegislash. Aegislash's ability is Rescue Energy, or Splash Energy. If it gets KO'd, all the Pokemon go to your hand. So, essentially, what we're looking for here is one rare candy into Aegislash, so you can get it rolling quickly. And then, you should have a Honage. Where's we got to pronounce that? And a dub blade and an Aegis... Sorry, a Honage and a dub blade on the bench. And then Aegislash attacking. Aegislash gets KO'd. Now, you lose all the cards, but you keep all the Pokemon. So then you've got a new Honage to play down. A dub blade to evolve the existing Honage. An Aegislash to evolve the existing dub blade. And essentially, you're rolling. And it's an ability, not splash energy. So your opponent can't even get rid of it. Unless they use the slacking from Celestial Storm. That's literally the only way. So essentially, you just always have this on a roll, and you can just cycle this and reuse it as often as you like. Now, the other thing to mention here is the attack, one colorless energy, 10 damage for each item in your discard pile. So play a bunch of items, play a speed version of the deck, and you're hitting 130 for a single energy on a single prize Pokemon that keeps coming back. You never have to worry about getting your Pokemon. As soon as you've got a Hornage, a Dubblade, and an Aegislash, you will always have an Aegislash for the rest of the game. Because your opponent can't even play something like a Reset Stamp to annoy your hand. Because, well, it's their turn when they KO. Then it goes to your turn, you've got the Pokemon, you start playing them down. It's Redonk, ladies and gentlemen.
So it means for the rest of the game, you need to draw the occasional basic energy. It's crazy. And this is a wonderful counter to Mew Mew. Now, some people have pointed out Jirachi, and they're right. But remember what I said about Jirachi earlier? Jirachi's an ability on an EX or GX. So just play it out of Power Plant and turn it off. I don't think Power Plant will work against Mew Mew, because again, they need the ability on their turn so they can just get rid of Power Plant. But you can just play down Power Plant, KO. You are 10 damage short, but just have a Shrine of Punishment. Now, you can't have Shrine of Punishment and Power Plant down at the same time, but if you've got Power Plant down at any... Excuse me, Shrine of Punishment down at any point, they'll be down to 260 and you'll KO. I adore Aegislash. I'm also quite a big fan of Laboratory. Laboratory. Because your thing is here, it, it basically says, once during your turn, you may search for two Pokemon that evolve from Unidentified Fossil and put them onto your bench. Now, this does end your turn, which kind of sucks. But remember, generally speaking, you have to get Unidentified Fossil and then evolve from there. But the problem is that Unidentified Fossil is an item card, so you can't search it out using the usual channels. Gets awkward. Here you get two of them out. Now it ends your turn, so this is kind of a one, maybe a two-shot deal. You're generally going to use this to get your first two, and then you're going to have to go the unidentified fossil route, and, well, it's not really the end of the world, is it? Like, if we're honest with ourselves, we can, we can accept it. We're fine. But you see... What it does is it gives you an extra layer of speed. It gets your restored Pokemon out faster. And there are others, but the three I'm really looking at here, Kabutops, Omastar, Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl does 160 for free colorless energy, and bearing in mind it's a stage one, so you can use triple acceleration energy, just so long as you've got no EX or GX on the field, that'll help. You've got Omastar, which item locks your opponent if you've got fewer Pokemon in play. Now... The great thing about Omastar is you can literally play one basic Pokemon with like free retreat. And then you're guaranteed to start with it because Unidentified Fossil isn't a Pokemon until it's in play. Although you will mulligan your opponent several times. But play something like a Judge to mitigate that. And then you can just try and make sure you've only got two Pokemon out and your opponent's item locked. But then I think the best use for this is Kabutops. Because you see Kabutops, if it's in the active, your opponent can't play any supporter cards. I know, right? So, turn one, you get your Omanyte down. Sorry, your Kabuto down. Hopefully you go first. Your opponent's had one turn. Boom, Kabutops comes down. Get it in the active. Your opponent is supporter locked. And the attacks aren't great, but it doesn't really matter. Now, there are some others. There's a Tyrantrum. There's an Aurorus. There is a Bastiodon. And there is a Rampardos. Rampardos will one-hit KO any basic Pokemon, <coughs> Tag Team GXs, for free energy. But then again, it's free energy. We don't have great ways to accelerate. If we can accelerate to non to fighting Pokemon easily, then you've got kind of a Kabutops Rampardos deck, and I think it could be legit. But we need the energy acceleration before it happens. One quick ruling query here. You cannot use this to get a turn one Kabutops. Kabutops doesn't evolve from unidentified fossil. Kabutops evolves from Kabuto. That's very important. But this still makes all of your fossil Pokemon, restore Pokemon, call them what you will. Yeah. It's awesome, and I love it. And it's going to be here for every restored Pokemon for the near future. This could really make an impact, ladies and gentlemen. This could be awesome. Now, weirdly, the Cherish Ball I told you about earlier is not the only card we've seen this week that really helps us out playing GXs. We've seen Great Potion. And Great Potion heals 50 damage from your active Pokemon GX. Only active, only GX. And you see, we're losing Potion, but we're also losing Max Potion and Ace Roller. We're losing our best healing options. And yet, GX is getting this. We're losing our best Pokemon search options. GX is getting a great new option. We're losing our best healing options. GX is getting a great new option. I cannot be the only one that thinks this sounds a mite bit unfair. Now, what I will say here is that Celebi and Venusaur, oh my goodness, yes. Because Celebi and Venusaur, well, they want to heal. So... 
healing 50. I mean, look, they used to play Potion. And they wanted to heal the active. And the active is a GX. So now Celebi and Venusaur just gets better. But the last new card we need to talk about is, is my other favorite. I think for probably Slacking and the new Golisopod. These are my two favorite ones we've seen this week. And Dragonite. I quite like Dragonite too. Incidentally, the artwork in this set might be the best, at least for a long time. Most of the cards in this set I, I absolutely love. Go check out the Golisopod. So good. Anyway, so it's the first ever Water Golisopod we've had. And first of all, you look at Retreat Cost of 4 and go, Ugh. But then you remember it can use buff padding and it can be searched out with slow, no, Pokemaniac. So that's quite cool. But then, of course, it's got an ability where if it's got two or fewer energy attached, it's got free retreat. Now, remember, if you've got two or fewer energy attached, you've got free retreat, which means you then won't get the extra 50 HP from buff padding. Just so we're clear. But then it's also got a really nice attack, a really nice attack, which looks expensive on the face of it. Water free colorless, 120. But if you're on the bench and became active this turn, Hegel Isopod, it does 180 damage. Here's the thing though, and I know I've mentioned it a couple times already, well you know what, I'm going to mention it again. Triple Acceleration Energy. Because Triple Acceleration Energy is, any, is free energy, and then it falls off at the end of your turn. So you become active, you hit for 180, your Triple Acceleration Energy falls off. Now, all of a sudden, you have one energy attached, probably. So now you get free retreat. You retreat to another Golisopod attached to triple acceleration energy. And okay, you're probably only doing 184 times because you've only got four triple acceleration energy. But how many times do you want to do 180 damage to win the game? Make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen. This is awesome. This is a really, really good card. And, and I think there is an awful lot to love here. I think this is the kind of card that could make an impact on the metagame. I make no promises. It might not. Could end up being terrible. But I just... I see this. And I see a Pokemon that does a good amount of damage. And then gets free retreat. And I'm just like... Yes. I really like this new Golisopod. I don't know, I've said I like a bunch of the new cards, and I don't even really care. I'm an excitable man, I get excited about new cards. And you know what? I don't see that stopping anytime soon. Go Golisopod. Golisopod, love it. Dragonite, love it. There was another one as well. What was the other one? What was the other one? Eater Slash, but it wasn't the one I was thinking of. Oh, it's gone, ladies and gentlemen. It's gone. I'm scrolling back through. Slacking. Love me some slacking. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Longer podcast than envisioned. Had to record it over two days. Don't even care. We got there in the end, ladies and gentlemen. We got there in the end. And it's been an exciting week. Now, the good news is by next week, we should have all of them. We should have the entire set, so next week I should be able to come on and tell you about all the cars from Unified Minds that I wasn't able to, or Miracle Twin, but it'll also be in Unified Minds, that I wasn't able to tell you about this week. So that's kind of cool. And I'm a little bit excited about that. I'm a little bit excited about that. It's very busy at the moment with Pokemon launching new, um, revealing new cards and then... What else have we had? We've had Transformers been doing new cars and Keyforge revealed some today. It's only a week till I go to the Vault Tour. Don't know if any of you are going to the Vault Tour in Birmingham, but next weekend I will be in Birmingham at the Keyforge Vault Tour. And yeah, it, it's going to be an awful lot of fun. That's not this weekend coming, that's just over a week. So in a week's time, I will be in Birmingham. In a week's time, I will have travelled to Birmingham and by this point, I should be settling down in my hotel room, having had a Five Guys and some Krispy Kremes. Because what else am I going to do? Not rush there to get Krispy Kremes and Five Guys. Doesn't sound like me, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't sound like me. So, 
Yeah, it's exciting times, to be honest with you. Exciting times. I have got a couple of announcements in the works. Nothing I'm ready to talk about quite yet. But I'm hoping by next week I'll have a couple of really cool announcements I can share with you lovely ladies and gentlemen. I'm basically always on at the moment. I'm always thinking about what I can do. I know we've missed a few weeks of the podcast lately until the end of the school year, until we break for the summer. Yeah. It's going to be more and more difficult to get this going. But I, I have hope. I have faith. And we'll get there one day. But for now, as always, just thank you for listening. Uh, now, if you ever want to get in touch with me, there are ways to do so. You can hit me up on Twitter at the Wassy. You can email me at ptcgradio at hotmail.co.uk. You can leave comments on all my YouTube videos, although I do miss some of them because I get quite a lot. But I'll try and get to them. And, of course, I should have probably plugged it earlier, but let me plug it now. YouTube.com, no. Patreon.com, actually YouTube.com slash plays, where we're heavily into Transformers and Keyforge, but we are over the next couple of weeks, as I get a bit more time, going to start transitioning into more Final Fantasy, and, and, ah, oh, Dragon Ball's calling me back, guys, Dragon Ball's calling me back, I want to do more, and they reveal cards quite regularly, I want to get into that as well, although what if all four games are revealing stuff, it, I'm going to be a busy boy, I have to do some triage, so yeah, uh, check that out, and Patreon.com slash Radio. Apparently, I'm coming up to my Patreon anniversary for what that's worth. Essentially, if you're interested, go for it. You get a bonus pod every week, and they are very, very regular because I'm literally contractually obliged to do so. And I, yeah, you can tell me to make videos. If you want to support the channel, I get messages from people every so often asking about this. If you want to support the channel, that is the best place to do so. So there we go. Alrighty then, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Look after yourselves till next time. Should be next week. I've got yes, it will because next week is half term, so I'll definitely be able to find time. Ah, oh, I've got. I'm, I don't know. There's no guarantee, but I should be able to mention a couple of cool things next week. So that's something to look forward to. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Ross, and you've been listening to PTCG Radio.